Mm-hmm. We're live. Hello there. Hi. Humanoids. Hey, yes. we got we got one person. Thank you for joining us this morning. This is uh, something new that Sherry actually finally had an idea. Um, yes. They're <laughs> few and far between, but when I get them, they're brilliant. Hey, um, make sure. Can you can you hear us okay? Please respond. <laughs> please let please let us know in the in the chat if you can hear us okay. We're using a microphone um, that's here. I just want to make sure you can hear us. All right. If if not, we can move the mic. Um, but I guess we can. Yup. What's up, Michelle? Thanks for joining. Um, I know we're we we jumped the gun a little bit. If you you haven't seen any of our bedtime stories, but we always kind of start early because I I can't wait. I'm very I can't. It's so annoying. And I <laughs> I told her to hurry up. And he uh, said ten minutes and asked me if I was ready in two. This is <laughs> this is show business, people. You gotta be ready to rock, okay? Um. So we'll get we'll. I want to I want to get into your idea about this show. Um in just a second when we're actually supposed to start. So in the meantime, um, Sherry's going to sing for us. So she, she had a song prepared. Such a liar. But please give me a song and I'll sing it. Hey, um, can you recommend a song and Sherry will sing it before we get started? I know most songs before we get started. It's part of my useless knowledge bank. She's very use. I mean, she's very right. smart. <laughs> she's very useless. <laughs> she's got a lot of good useless stuff. To... <laughs> Leather and lace. Do you know that one? Oh, Dolly Parton. Is that Dolly Parton? And Kenny Rogers. No, that's Islands in the Stream. <laughs> Islands in the Stream. That is what we are. And that's what I was thinking of. What's Leather Wait, and Lace? Keep going. I keep singing. Why? Because we have two more minutes. Entertain these people. Go. <laughs> All right. I was singing. What was I singing in the bathroom? Like Steve Miller. I was singing. This here's a story about Billy Joe and Bobby Sue. Two young lovers with nothing better to do. They sit around the house, get high and watch the tube. tube. <laughs> here's what happened when they decided to cut loose. Come on, she's a rock star. <laughs> go. We have one minute. Entertain. Okay, go. Um, Morning, fast winger. When they decided to cut this. Thanks for joining us. Okay, we got. Hurry up. We got one minute until. Okay. We go uh, let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Um, what's the next uh, verse? Billy Joe. Sing the stuff uh, banner. This. Jesus. <laughs> I'm not singing anymore. Anything? I'm just gonna hurt ears. Here. Okay, you blew it. I didn't blow Sorry, anything. she's not very entertaining, folks. I will pick up the slack where she falls short. <laughs> so I'm just gonna let him here's the deal. Say these things. Thank you all for joining. We got uh Nadine, Michelle, Alexander, Fastwinger. Thank you guys for joining the show. Um, this is something brand new that we're gonna be trying out. It'll also be available after this in podcast form. Um here's the deal. It should be a karaoke party. Great observation, Alexander. <laughs> Do you see any penises in these pictures behind us? Anyway, no, no penises. <laughs> no penises. 
Um, this isn't so Sherry had this idea this morning, um, and it's the first time she's ever had an idea. He thinks been, he's cute. That's been useful whatsoever. <laughs> and Sherry, will you please share with the the good people yeah. what the idea was? Um, actually, you know what? It's it was something I had an idea I had last night, but um, oh. Matt doesn't. Have so it wasn't this morning. That no. was it was, but well, part of it was this morning. But um, you know, just during meditation, and uh, I feel like um, we're going to do a show on uh, in the morning, and it's called um, well, it's going to be on the channel of hope, but it's. As uh, most people know, uh, Matt and I are both in um, recovery for um, alcoholism and uh, in a 12-step program. Alcoholism. Yeah, we're pretty open about that. You know, we don't really respect our own anonymity or each other's <laughs> very well. We don't well. respect anything. <laughs> we respect nothing um, about each other. Nothing. <laughs> That's why we get along so That's right. <laughs> um, but that being said, um, in the 12-step when uh, it's uh, upon having had a spiritual awakening, that's the first line of the 12 steps. So do a morning show called um, awakening upon awakening. Upon awakening. Well, that's sweet. Yeah, that's right. And um, we could talk about ideas, recovery, inspiration, um, things that we think of through meditation, discuss, we could do this live so people can throw in their two cents and tell us what jerks we are. Hey, and <laughs> it's more than two cents to me. She's, uh, I think it's like at least four, four or five cents. That's, I think it's a great idea uh, because some of my, my most profound thinking happens first thing in the morning when my brain still isn't working because when my brain starts working, yeah. Everything goes out. Yeah, right. uh, everything goes out the window. So this idea of um, a morning show called "Upon Awakening." This is why I do uh, my blog first thing in the morning, which I wrote uh, a blog about compound interest, which is absolutely Brilliant. fantastic. If you yes. haven't read it so far, but there is a lot to the the program that we're working and inspiration for writing for anything in the artistic field. Sherry is a artist yeah of sorts of sorts i'm she, a jack of all artists she's a wood she's a woodworker that's for damn sure <laughs> oh. <laughs> she did all these paintings you see behind us no um but it's it's great right so we're the whole idea is we're looking for a deeper meaning in our life and this is something that i talk about all the time looking trying to find your purpose which is so important for us who are trying to re-establish our lives and and it's become a deeper meaning in life. And upon awakening, yeah, you know, we come I to this, this realization. Yeah, you know, and I sort of, in meditation today, I thought of this acronym, you know, for awakening. And um, alive, well, aware, okay, would be knowledge. E would be uh, enlightened. It's a silent K. Enlightening, yeah. Enlightening or enlightened. Um I would be uh, intuitive because we need to listen to our intuition. Yes. And then the last two would be um, near God, you know, or the actually N, like N, I forgot the N, the other end now would be now living now in the present. And then I N G would be intuitive. And then now, and then near God, because that's where we try to stay in a spiritual program is near God or higher power or, or um, something. Anything, something besides ourselves. Right. Something that is greater than ourselves. Like if we're a higher near, power. Like, yeah. And a lot of people, I choose to call it God, but, you know, God, a lot of people 
don't, God gets mixed up with religion. People don't understand that this is not a religious program. It is a spiritually based program. And um, I'm okay with the word God. Some people kind of have a tough time with that because they I like flying spaghetti monster. Um, yeah, that, that's not true. But anyway, <laughs> it, you know, he prays to a lot of, you know, <laughs> weird things. No, it's, I'm interested uh, though, because this, this is a delicate topic too. I'm interested, um, the people watching, um, what are your thoughts on your inspirations, your, the things that you look for? Um, when, when you wake up in the morning, this is like a time where our, our brain is most susceptible, susceptible. Susceptible, susceptible, susceptible to um, being to our impressed. intuition, yeah, to our uh, intuitive, well, into our our higher selves, to our higher being, yeah. to our spirit. We're in tune with our spirit. We're we're li- we're listening to that inner self, that inner guidance that is connected with the rest of the universe. Um, this is my belief, and what I I really know to be true for myself, and and I truly believe this. Well, it, if I believe it for everybody else too, but that that's when we can listen to our intuition, and intuition is so important. Um, just that higher base. And I say knowledge, but it's not the knowledge of, um, of our brains because our brains talk us out. Our brains are limited. We only know what we know. Mine is super. Mine is so limited and it's very (laughs) distorted. Like I twist things up in my brain, you know? And so knowledge, my knowledge in my brain isn't always accurate and it's limited. And so, um, but our intuitive nature is unlimited. I mean, this yeah. is something that's connected to the rest of the universe well, and we receive from the universe. So therefore it can come to us. I, I wrote mean, this morning that I, I, write, I write every morning this thing called wake up on Twitter. It says it's wake up to the idea that the entire universe exists within each and every one of us. Right. Because if we if I wasn't here, like if I wasn't born, if I was never made physical, the universe wouldn't exist to me. Right. So that also would mean that the universe exists only for me in me. And when you come to that realization and I have come to this realization while writing. um, And what's so profound about writing is that we create universes with our words. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's one of the coolest things I like. And the idea that imagination is completely unlimited. Like all we must do is ask a question of ourselves. That's exactly it. And wait for the answer. Yeah, that's exactly. I mean, Matt hit on it. Exactly. Thanks, Michelle. That you ask that question and you're asking. And I've been reading this really cool book that was published a long time ago. And um, this woman's amazing. I mean, like she's writing this stuff that it's like, you know, when you read a book and you're like, yes, yes, that's true. That's that's exactly it. I've never read a book. Um, He. Yeah. Well. He just, he just, he just writes them, but he's never read them in his life. I don't like reading. <laughs> um, but it's this woman, she said, she made it very simple. And um, I like this idea to ask the question, think of like your inner self, that intuitive nature that you're, I, you know, for me, it's my, um, my conscience, my spirit, whatever you want to call it, where you get that gut feeling from. And like, I always feel like my chest, like, I feel like there's something coming from me when it, when I'm meditating, when I can it's like from, you know, this area, you know, inside your belly, my solar plexus, you're not pregnant, are you? I'm not totally not just kidding. (laughs) So not, that would be the worst nightmare. Anyway, that being said, (laughs) all right. Not cool, bro. (laughs) I made Matt speechless for 11 seconds. I did the impossible. (laughs) Um, so, uh, anyway, uh, you imagine that 
uh, that inner self, that spirit, that um, higher self is somewhere inside you, you know, like a little Buddha, Yoda, whatever you want to call it. You know, I, I picture mine like a little Buddha, Yoda, cherry, you know, that's inside me, you know, and I can ask my little Buddha, Yoda, cherry, you know, like, what do I need? You know, what do I, and it's not going to come to me necessarily in words. It's going to come to me. It can come to me in images. It's going to come to me in feelings, which can manifest in words. Um, and a lot of you writers out there are very good at manifesting, you know, feelings and um, pictures into words. I'm, I'm not so great at that. I know it's a. Yeah, that's what Nadine just said. It was, it's called spelling because that's why it's called spelling, spell casting, because it's like magic. Like we're literally casting a spell. Huh, I like that. I, I've never I've never heard of that, but I yeah, it, it's it's magic. It sure it is. is because you're putting something into words that wasn't there and you're putting it out there that and it wasn't there. You created it, you know, you made it, you made something. And yeah. that's um that's really cool. And so but that intuitive nature, asking yourself those simple questions, like it whether it be and it doesn't have to be a simple question, it can be a hard question, it can be something that you're going on that's going on, you know, in your life that's that's tough and our brains tend to overcomplicate. Well, things. I was going to say the thing I've realized is that it, the question can seem as complicated as, as we want to make it, but in reality, the answer is usually extremely simple. Right. Like the answers typically move your feet and do something. Right. Um. So let's let's have an example. No, let's say. Let's say. Oh, go ahead. No, you go ahead. No, I mean. I'm no, actually... let me say something. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. Just go. <laughs> I'm actually going to get personal here. You know, I'm having, you know, issues with, um, I have kids and, uh, they, there's, you know, with, there's issues with my kids right now as far as like, um, stink. yeah, that really, they're really, really tough. It's, um, custody being able, you know, and, and lots of really tough stuff right now. And I want to, Ultimately, it's like, what should I do about this situation? Now, my head can make this situation extremely complicated. Mm -hmm. I can make, I, I can gear up for a huge battle with my ex. I can do all these crazy things. But when I like meditate on that, I was actually meditating on that this morning. And the answer was really simple. It's just love. Just somehow every day show them I love them. That's all I can do right now. Um, and it's through action, you know, but it's just when we have situations like that, Usually the simple answer is everything that we do is either based out of love or fear, you know, and if we, if we're honest about it and whether it's anger is a form of fear, whether our passion's a form of love, but you know, what are you doing? What are you doing about this situation? And is it love based or is it fear based? Now, if I yeah. went in to go battle my ex, would that be love based or fear based? It'd be fear based, you know? And so probably fear based. Right. Probably. I mean, and so it's, um, it would be, um, but that being said, um, the answers are usually simple. Our heads make them complicated. Yeah, and typically it's because I don't actually want to do the work required. Mm -hmm. It's like it's like math, right? Like math is not necessarily the most difficult thing in the world. Ooh. Thanks for the hugs, Fast Winger. Mm -hmm. Sherry accepts. Aw. I accepted for her. Mm -hmm. um, it's like math, though. You know, the the answer to the equation is do these steps to get this answer like that we know how to solve the problem am i willing to show my work and a lot of us i know i was not willing to show my work for the longest time and that's so important and i and it, it has everything to do with what i wrote about this morning too about compound interest it's 
how how often am I willing to show my work to the world? How often can I do the work every day, day after day after day after day? If I know that what I'm doing is something I believe in wholeheartedly is the direction I'm supposed to be going in, if I invest my time, my energy, my love, my passion, everything into it, then guess what? Day after day after day, that builds up on itself into where it it grows exponentially. And it may not happen immediately, but the problem with most people is, and it was the problem with me for the longest time, is I quit. I pulled out before, before the results came. And the results always come, right? When we work, when we work the solution, when we're doing the right thing, when we're doing the right thing, working the solution is just working. Yeah, it's like just doing the thing. It's simple but not easy. Right, it's simple but not easy. But we have to over, we have to overcome that every day. And that's a, upon awakening. I have to realize that I intuitively, okay. So here's an example too. I went into the bathroom this morning to shower, and uh, the light was on. And tell me if you can relate. But I went to, the light was already on and I went and flipped the light off. I did the same thing today. That's so weird. Because the habit is flipping the switch. Now, just like in real life, the light can be on in my life. But because of habit, something happens. I walk into a bathroom or uh, something, somebody says something to me and the switch flips because of habit. Right now, it's my choice. I could be like, well, the switch, it's dark in here now. i I guess I can get in the shower and shower in the dark because that's the idiotic thing to do. Or I can go back and flip the switch back on. That's my choice. But it's like we have to we have to guard against that habit of going back to the thing that we know, which is flipping the switch. Right. That's it's always our responsibility and it's always our choice to flip the switch. But sometimes we do it out of habit Um, and, and breaking that habit takes time after time after time doing it over and over and over again. And sometimes we still fall short. Sometimes we still make the mistake and turn the light off. Habits and rituals. Habits and rituals. But it doesn't have to be that every single time. Like I don't always walk into the bathroom, the lights on and turn it off. (laughs) Sometimes I'm aware. And the more aware I am of things, the less I make those mistakes. So upon awakening, having this spiritual awakening is all about coming to awareness. Right. Where's my awareness for the day? Um, When I meditate, what am I setting my intentions to for the day? When I pray in the morning, what am I setting my intentions to? And my intentions are all about serving others, helping become the very best me I can be, motivate and inspire, that kind of thing, and write dirty, raunchy articles um, to get people to click on them. But that's what I'm, that's what I'm about, man. <laughs> that's my life, baby. Uh, but it's important that if we are looking, and this, this goes for everybody who's writing a book, um, who is who is trying to get published, and this is why I'm so passionate about helping other people get their name out there, their story out there, is that it's really just about making the decision and not pulling out too soon, about not giving up before you start coming up. Before you, I mean, <laughs> you have to. <laughs> you've got to keep going until the job is done. And here's another thing, okay? <laughs> There is there is no mountaintop, people. There's no mountaintop. There's no finish line. As Miley Cyrus once said, <laughs> it's, it's a- the climb. Yeah, it's the climb. Baby. It's the climb. Yeah. This sing, uh, sing it. <laughs> no. All right.
but that's the thing. We 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 get so we get so enamored with the idea of the the mountaintop and the finish line, but we forget to realize that it's pretty lonely up there. There's only room for one person. Um, and the finish line, the race is over. I'm not running because I want to win. I'm running because I love to run. You know, I'm not climbing the mountain because I need to get to the top. I'm on the mountain. That's the gift. The yeah. the gift is that there's these beautiful rivers and streams and forests and animals and all this nourishment on the mountain. And there's other people on the mountain. And there's other people on the mountain. And, and they want to keep you company. And, you know. Yeah. And that's where, that's where life is. I forget that life is the mountain. It's not the mountaintop. Yeah. Absolutely. And, and chasing after the mountaintop every day. Um, yeah. It's not spacey. You're, you're trying to get high on the mountaintop. <laughs> Um, so it, it's, it's like that, the whole idea of reaching for the end goal, because I always thought as soon as I got this book published, as soon as I did this thing, as soon as this X happened, I would be done. Like life would be better. Yeah. Everything would be we, we, fulfilled. We had his funeral planned out and everything. We were just going to bury him alive and he was going to be over. Yeah. But that's <laughs> the thing, right? Like I, you, you do the thing that you think is going to bring you joy and you're like, oh, I mean, that was great, but. I still have to live <laughs> like what now? Yeah. And you just keep doing those things over and over again. Eventually you break through. And that's, I, I love getting to talk to the authors because that's something that they're constantly doing, whether it's with querying process, uh, with finding literary, like literary agents, publishers, writing multiple drafts. And there's been, you know, uh, I know Michelle was dealing with a little bit of the, um, doubt yesterday. And that's something that we all deal with. It's something that is so real. Like, I can have the best day ever, but at the end of the day, for whatever reason, I get tired, I'm hungry or sleepy, and I just like this major doubt comes in my mind that like, what the hell am I doing? Well, that, I love that about, you know, just the program, just that how the halt, that it's like if I start really getting in my own head and being dramatic and thinking like everything's not worth it and stuff, it usually boils down to, they, they say halt. You're either hungry, angry, lonely, or tired, or, or several of those things. Yeah. And usually I can fix a couple of those things immediately. Usually mine's hungry and I'm weird. It's like the hungrier I get, the the more out of sorts and we, I, I, the harder it is for me to recognize that uh, that's my problem. Yeah. Um, but, uh, or tired too, you know, exhaustion is a big thing. But yeah. We have to, you know, I had this, it, it wasn't like I, I was telling Matt earlier, it wasn't this epiphany last night as much as it was this, this true feeling of that intuitive feeling of talking about, you know, the climb and, and uh, of, of, of the mountain, and that's the journey. The journey is the whole is life. That's life, you know, is yeah. the whole entire journey. And as much as I logically knew, and and I have had spiritual awakenings, and I feel like I'm a very spiritual person, but you, it's a constant effort to work at this. Um, logically knowing that to be present, that we need to be present, that that's where the joy is, that, you know, if we're living in the past, we have depression. If we're, you know, focusing on the future, we have fear and anxiety. Mm -hmm. But if we're, if we're right here, if we're in the present, then that's where the joy is. And um, everything we need. Is. Right. And logically knowing that, but constant, it was a constant effort to redirect myself back to the thoughts of being in the present. And um, because I'm I'm always thinking about the future and thinking about like, I should be doing more. I'm very hard on myself. Like I, I should be doing more. I should be, um, what am I, what am I going to do? How am I going to handle the situation? And I should be, um, my, my talent should be more evolved. I should be making more money. I should be doing this. I should have this. I should, da, 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 you know, and yeah. I get in the, my head over these things. And, um, and it's like, 
it, it's, it, it's insanity, you know? And so, but here's the thing. It's like, I had finally had that feeling last night is, oh my gosh, I'm happy right now. Nothing is wrong right now. I am perfect in this moment. I'm doing everything that I should be doing. I'm far from perfect. Don't get me wrong, but I try every single day to do the right thing. I like, I, well, you know, I'm perfect. Yeah. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's what that look was for. Cause he knows that I am. <laughs> I, but I, I can say in all honesty that I try every day to do the right thing, to be a good person, to work hard. And, um, and I, and I fall short a lot, but I get up each morning and I try again. And so it was this epiphany last night of, I am perfectly fine where I'm at. And this is exactly where I'm supposed to be and not making the goal, um, you know, cause we get so goal. You even wrote a blog post about this, you know, your goals are killing you. You know, we, yeah. we have these goals because we think we know what we want. You know, we think that we want these things, we want certain things. So we set these very specific goals that it's like, all right, I want this. And so you will be hell bent on your will making something happen. And then you, and you know, the universe keeps pushing back and you keep being getting, and you're falling short and you're hard on yourself and you keep getting reminded over and over that, you know, that this is really tough. And, and so people give up, but the reality is this, if you're just doing the right thing day after day, then you're going to, um, and you have this mind frame, you're going to be happy. Number one, you're going to be at peace with your life. You're going to have serenity. Number one. And number two, um, where you're supposed to be and the goals will fall in line. You'll naturally evolve to where you're supposed to be and you'll yeah. be happy there because that's where you're supposed to be. Yeah. And you're not going to be, you know, the only way you'd be unhappy is if you're doing the wrong thing and forcing your will. Well, one thing that, and we talked about these yesterday, um, happiness, entertainment, all the good feelings in life, like all the things that I think I'm supposed to have, those are all my responsibilities. They're they're not Sherry's responsibility to make me happy. Oh my god! <laughs> Pressure's <laughs> off. <laughs> they're not anybody else, else's responsibility. Um, hundred percent my response. If I'm bored, the reality is I'm probably boring. You know, whether it be just I'm a completely boring person, or at that time I'm boring. But also, like you said yesterday, I don't always have to be entertained. But when there's a, when, when something is wrong with me, like the the answer is me. Like I, it's up to me to fix it. I have to be responsible for my own happiness, and that comes through working and doing multiple things that 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 bring happiness. And it's it's about chasing chasing an idea of discipline as opposed to chasing an idea of feelings. Yeah. Right. Like I, I set these goals because I set a goal of I want to be a millionaire or. I want to have a new car or this kind of job or publish this many books because that's, I assume that it's going to give me a feeling of like, ah, I feel great now. Yeah. Right. When all it really is, is taking these small steps every day, a discipline of writing this many words a day to create a book, right. Or creating some value in myself to have a business or a product that's worthy of a million dollars and it's those things every single day where i'm like stacking up valuable bricks in my life you know what i'm saying like yeah no i I get it those are not the goals but those are basically those are the benchmarkers of like to show you hey i earned this that means i'm doing the right thing right that shouldn't be the ultimate goal you can it doesn't mean you can't enjoy the million dollars or you can't enjoy that you wrote a book or that you that you accomplished this or ran a marathon or whatever it is but 
all it should be though, that shouldn't be the ultimate goal as much as the benchmarkers to prove, to, to prove to yourself and to start, you know, or to show that, look, I'm on the right path. I'm doing the right thing. And these are my rewards for doing the right thing every single day. That isn't the ultimate goal though. The reward is, should be the ultimate goal and the reward. The main reward is a life well lived, you know, and knowing that you're a good person and that you're living a life of service and love and honesty and, um, and growth. Um, I'm going to read this real quick. Uh, Nadine said, the past is gone. Tomorrow isn't written. Focus on today. I constantly tell myself this. Sherry, I get you. I can get that way. LOL. <laughs> the hell does that mean? <laughs> <laughs> Michelle yeah, said, I'm hard on myself too. Sometimes you have to stop and be kind to yourself. Love yourself. I was loving myself earlier. Should I say? Let's <laughs> <laughs> Fast winger says that's a great feeling to have. Agreed. And they didn't say, Yes, I'm also hard on myself, but I try to tell myself that not everything works out. Yeah. Everything does work out, Nadine. It works out the way it's supposed to work out. Sorry. Sorry for yelling. I don't ever get angry. Um it does it's like if it the, the it works out, it's just do does it work out the way you want it to? No, maybe not. <laughs> I but it still works out. When I'm it forcing, out, it's working yeah. out for somebody. When I'm not listening to my intuition, I think you guys can relate to this. You know that gut feeling when you're going against it. When you, you know, when something inside is telling you this isn't the right path, but you're inside, but your brain is telling you, but I want it, damn it. And you keep pushing harder and you push for it and you push for it and you ignore that gut feeling. Yeah. And then eventually you realize that you've just taken a big detour in your life and you have, and your life has been really hard. You've just been in, a, in for an uphill battle. I know I've done this several times in my life. Yeah. Um, Samesies. I'm trying to learn, totally you know, same-sies. to be, to listen to that. And, and, but you just had an experience recently where, you know, I won't go into your story, but it's just where you stopped yourself from doing that. You, you, you could have taken that detour into self well and you stopped and you looked at it. And you took a long, hard look at it, and you said, nope, and you turned around. Oh, yeah. I did do that. <laughs> and I, w- I was very proud of him because that's huge. Hi, Bella. Hey, our dog. Hey, I did, I made I made a decision like an adult, and that's fun to do. Well, it shows that we're growing and learning, you know, that we don't have to keep putting our hand on the stove. We know it's hot. We know it's going to hurt us. This is Bella. Yes, she's the sweetest little girl in the world. <laughs> Bella, say hi to the people. She, the sun's out, and Bella, we're in her sunspot. She wants to come lie in the sun because it's been cloudy all morning, and so she just wants to get in her sunspot, huh? She's only two, but she acts like a little old lady sometimes. She does. She's quite the idiot. <laughs> <laughs> she doesn't. Understand. We love her though. Yes, we do, and she's very. She cute. does the bakey bounce. <laughs> I do want to know. Um, do you guys have like? Do you have anything of value to say? <laughs> so you guys have lots of things. Of value no, I'm to just say. kidding. Doesn't it feel good though, just to know? Like you guys, just honestly, you're making me feel good, Nadine and Michelle, and just like this, just that we're not alone, you know. And that's what <laughs> Nadine says she doesn't. <laughs> Thanks for making Sherry feel better because I have not been able to. She is so needy. <laughs> <laughs> Make me feel better now. I'm 
like, I'm like over here. Like, I want him to I'm entertain not me. I'm not responsible me for my, better. I said, I'm responsible for my own happiness. She's like, well, you're also responsible. For I mine. let him know that every day. And he just, <laughs> I, I put lots of pressure now. Let's hear it, Michelle. Tell me something. Give us words of wisdom. Share with Bella. She's having a rough day. Bella's having a rough day. Don't but you... it's okay, huh, Bella? Sherry's awesome. Love those paintings. Oh, man. oh I, I know. I didn't make them. Matt was <laughs> lying. But thank you anyway. I am awesome. <laughs> I, I did this one and that one and also this one. You guys have seen my art. It's incredible. <laughs> it is. Give yourself the gift of kindness. If you don't, who will? It's true. That's a great point, Michelle. I guess you do have something important to say. No, I love you guys. I'm just joking. Honestly, if you don't you treat yourself are... with kindness and self-respect, then nobody else will. You know, you set the you set your boundaries yeah. and the parameters for how you want to be treated. And if you can love yourself first, then <laughs> Nadine said, Yeah, your art's fantastic. I told you, Nadine. I'm gonna hang that junk up on the refrigerator. <laughs> oh yeah that's right her superhero is yeah, amazing your, your superhero blog will be out tomorrow oh my gosh um, by the way i just i already got it all set up i love nadine's superhero it's it's very super it is. <laughs> it's very deathly it is um yeah you know it's it's just it's good to know that we're not alone in setting those but we have to set those healthy boundaries for ourselves so how we do want to be treated and we start by treating ourselves that way you know, and that's, that's one of the well. reasons I, we, I want to do this live, too, because this interaction that we get, um, it's fantastic. Yeah. Like, there's so many people. Like, Sherry's obviously not the only one who feels neglected, left out in the cold. You know, Bella also feels that way. I'm, feel, Bella's super codependent. And there's, there's people who, you know, I mean, we all need to feel connected. And that... The, the meeting the other day was about being connected and it's, it's our job also to connect to other people when we have the opportunity. Um, and I think this is a great vestibule. Is that the right word? You, you, you used it right. Yeah. Really? All right. This yeah, is a, this is a great opportunity for people to plug like the internet. We talked about this last night too, how we're all one consciousness and one energy, you know, in a universal spiritual thinking and way of things. But honestly, like the, the, we really, physically are with the internet like we're mm -hmm. all able to connect through one medium to interact with each other yep. on from across the globe all over the world we're connected um and if you can't see that then take it's a little bit more time and look look into it because it's it's right here in front of our faces and that's what i want to be able to use all of this for is like connecting human beings together because that's what we're here to, we're here to be connected the you know, internet is not just for porn anymore, folks. Yeah. <laughs> Which I know it blew my mind, but it, if you want if you want good porn, you can just look at Michelle's book cover. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. I ne I didn't see it like Guy did. I don't know what he was talking about. What what? Guy said he saw like a penis on Michelle. Yeah, he probably sees penises everywhere. Well, he does. <laughs> Alexander, I made the joke earlier. Alexander does too, apparently. I don't know. Mm. I said I see food everywhere. You said like the original Little Mermaid cover, like yeah, the penises. There's you know, penises all over. Yeah, this, it wasn't like the Little Mermaid. <laughs> this kind of went off the rails. Very phallic. Anyway, so that we're gonna get off penises, but that's. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Whoa. No pun intended. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, but I was reading this thing too. <laughs> Sorry, Michelle. That's, she said it's so true. Now I can't unsee it. <laughs> Whoa. What were you reading? Um, no, but we were talking about codependency and um, and just in love and in being in relationships and um, and when you depend on somebody else for your happiness. If you depend on like your significant other for your happiness, you're you're seriously going to be just an empty husk of a being um, because there's nobody that can be responsible for your happiness but you. And if you're actually in a healthy relationship, this resonated so true. Like uh, this is the book I was reading where um, if you're in a healthy, loving relationship, it means that you have love for yourself inside you, which is being reflected onto that person. They have love them for themselves inside them, which is being reflected onto you. And so it's, um, and, and then put out into the universe that way. And so that's why it's, it, it's healthy. It's because it stems from self-love first, you know, and you can't be in a healthy relationship with somebody without loving yourself first. Well, it's the difference between being full and being fulfilled, like being full, like, a big sandwich will fill me up and I'll be full or like a bunch of cake will fill me up and I'll be full and it'll be pleasurable or a sexual relationship will make me feel full. Like I'll feel love and pleasure in that moment. But fulfillment comes from my own personal action. Mm -hmm. It comes from doing things that I enjoy that I know are healthy for me. Even if they're not pleasurable at the moment, I know that they they lead to a more fulfilled life because they're things that I truly love. Right. And that's what, that's the difference between being full and fulfillment. Right. And if you're seeking just to be full, you can find that in, in television and pornography, like you're talking about. Yeah. And, uh, you know, a big birthday cake if you want to you eat food or like a fast car Getting or a nice high, house, whatever, yeah. drugs, alcohol. You yeah. can find being full in anywhere. Right. But, but it's you not. can't find fulfillment anywhere besides in yourself. Right. And that's what we've come to, to find. And that's where like life has really opened up for us. Yeah. Like, and because we put ourselves first and it's like, that's what it, and it's, um, I feel like that's part of the reason that we've gotten along so well, just because we have always had the understanding that our, our recovery, our spiritual program comes first because without that, we don't have anything. Yeah. So I have to put my recovery first, even if Matt were to fly off the rails tomorrow and, um, <laughs> and go out and, you know, get drunk and I, I can't save him. I would still have to put my recovery first and I'd probably have to, cut him loose. And if he wasn't willing to stop immediately, because I, that would put my recovery at risk. And that has to, that has to be first and foremost. That's right. I'm willing to drop her at a moment's notice. As Absolutely. Well. 100%. As soon as things get tough, that's exactly she's gone. Right. <laughs> and that's not what I meant, you know, I but, know, but that's, yeah. But if you're, you know, everybody makes mistakes and we do, and you know, we're alcoholics and alcoholics want to drink and they mess up and make mistakes. But my point is if you wanted well, to go not, out and stay, not just you know, alcoholics, anybody, human beings. Well, I'm talking about in general, that's like you, to say that to um, an alcoholic in recovery, if they talking about touching on a different subject, the people, when we're really hard on this, people that are really hard on themselves when they relapse and then they come back into the program and there's this shame coming back into the program. When I think that takes so much courage and strength, I mean, you did what was in your nature by going out and drinking again, you yeah. may, you know, you screwed up, yeah. but 
coming back takes so much strength and courage and to try again and to pick yourself up. It's not about our failures. It's about how we pick ourselves up each time. Yeah. And, um, you know, like, but using that analogy before, if you were to go out, uh, you know, and do that, it wouldn't be the fact that you went out of video if you're choosing to stay out and be that way. You know, that right. would, that's a different thing. Um, the comments, Michelle said, you must love and validate yourself so you don't have to look for that validation outside you. It sets you up for unhealthy relationships and abuse. Absolutely. Nadine said, fulfillment for me is being able to, to help others. Um, Fastwinger said, it takes a lot of courage to ask for help, even to ask for help a second time. Yeah. Um, Nadine said, you two sound like Brian and me. We're constantly taking the Mickey out of, I don't know, what does that mean? Taking the Mickey out of each other. Where are you from, Nadine? She's from uh, England. Okay, what is the? UK, baby. What does the Mickey mean? Coming back means everything. You messed up. You are getting back on track. That's right, Michelle. What's the Mickey? Hey, also, um, if if you want, I can put you guys' uh, book links in this video uh, for watching. Just thumbs up the video if you haven't already. I appreciate it. And I'll, I'll link descriptions to your books. Or uh, Nadine, I know Replenish is out. Thanks for the thumbs up. Michelle, I is your book out yet? I know you had the you just finished the cover out. I'm asking a lot of questions. Yeah, you are. They don't even they haven't let them answer. Start somewhere. If you'd like to see this dog fly, yeah, UK Mickey means that we are making fun of you. Oh, yeah. Well. Wait, you're making fun of us? No. Or you guys make fun of each other? Yeah, they make fun of each other. Oh. Nobody makes fun of me. Except for me. Yeah, and he can me. make fun of me because we know that it's all. Michelle's book is also out on Amazon. So I'll link. Both, I'll link those in the description cool. of the Good video. Idea, yeah, thank because I appreciate, I appreciate people who appreciate us. Well, this is what we want to do with this. This is this is not, this is helpful to us, but it's not about us. This is about connecting with other people and, um, and serving them in any way that we can. Whether it just be that they don't feel so alone and they can vent a little bit, or yeah. we can help promote their work, or we can do whatever it is. We want to help you guys, and so. We're, and we're grateful for you for tuning in and letting us talk. And, and it's like a mini therapy session for us in a way, too. Yeah, we can't afford therapy. so <laughs> We certainly can't. <laughs> we do it any way we it can. It would be a lot of therapy. and <laughs> Yeah, we'd need like three sessions a, three sessions a week and it'd probably run about 500 bucks. Mm -hmm. You want to fix the penis on the cover thing, but maybe... <laughs> yeah, uh, sex sells, Michelle. I mean... Thanks, Alexander. Hey, make sure you guys hit the like button, please. I really appreciate it. Um, oh, Alexander, I will also put a link to Magician Sin. Uh, great review out there, by the way. Um, we should wrap it up because we got to go to a meeting. Oh, yeah. Okay. We do have to go to a meeting. Um, thank you guys so much for watching Upon Awakening. Oh! I just got chills. That's right. For all the wrong reasons. That's what. <laughs> no, it was beautiful, babe. It was beautiful. Thank you guys for watching. Yeah. Uh, we're going to try and do this in the mornings upon a week. Yeah. <laughs> I think this this went well, you know? I think it did too. But. um. It'll only go weller. Yeah. I'm a writer. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, you guys. We appreciate it. And thanks for your feedback. And it's, so, it's fun to get to know you guys a little bit better. 
Matt's friends from, you know, the writing community. And cause I obviously, I'm not a writer, so I'm not on there, but I, I have, he tells me about you guys and it's fun to get to know y'all a little better. So sexy, isn't he? Look at him. I know you're all jealous. He's mine. All mine. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right, you guys. Have a great day. Until next time. Bye. <laughs> Say bye, Bills. Say bye, Bills. How do you use this thing? <laughs> End it. My butt hurts. <laughs>